Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. They kept Hello. kicking me off BTR. Mm. Off. Mm. Mm. How dare they? How <laughs> dare they? <laughs> Who do they think they are? <sighs> Who are they? Anyway, how are you, love? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Good. A whirlwind. <laughs> a whirlwind of activity, mm. but good. I can't believe I'm going to see you in like two weeks. I know. I know. That's so weird. It hasn't sunk. It hasn't sunk in because so much is happening here mm-hmm. with the with the premiere that I'm like, oh, like my. Um, you're going to love him. Uh, one of my producing partners is going to be there in Atlanta. Our director isn't, who's one of my best friends, but my other producing partner, you're going to love him. So um, he's great. And he's also in the film and he's amazing. But yeah, just that um, my world's going to come together in a way in Atlanta, which is so exciting. (laughs) And um, yeah, so hopefully... There's like after the screening, I think there's going to be like a little, little something, something that um, my friend um, who also was a producer in the film, uh, Crystal and her wife, Ariella, who Anna knows because Anna opens the movie, which is the weirdest thing ever. Um, I think there's going to be a little something after the screening. So if you're, so I know you guys are going to the screening. Well, I have to work. You can't. I have. I have feeling. Yeah, I I felt that. I kind of felt that. Oh no! It's been on the books for a while. So, and I was looking at like, and it's a weird time. Yeah, the time is weird. It's early. The screen's at four o'clock. How dare these Atlanta people? I can make it, but no. That's like I'm still gonna be. I'll still be at the winery of course. at that point. No, and I, I was really struggling that. with it. I was trying, I was really struggling with it. Of course. I'm like, well, but I'm like, no, I, I need Damn to work. <laughs> I need to of work. Of course. <laughs> no, there's, I wouldn't want you not to work. That would, no, you have to, you listen for uh, the shoot that we're planning in October. I'm not going to be able to be on set the whole time. Um, or most of the time, because I have to, I have to be here to make sure everything is okay at home. And I have to, I have to, uh, you know, the one day that I'm always scheduled to work is Monday. And it's like, uh, she got to keep these young men alive. So hello. (laughs) Oh, I so, I so get that. But I, I had, I had a feeling. So we just have to let you know where we are afterwards. Yes. And then maybe you can link up or something. Yes. But yes. Yeah. Let me know. kind yeah, we'll let you know. But what's kind of cool, and I don't, uh, we haven't gotten the information, but I think um, with the festival in Atlanta, there's maybe going to be like a, a Q&A type of thing with the team. So I can't wait to make the, the local connection with Anna. Yeah. And she's right here. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a queer Atlanta. Hello, we got one from column A and one from column A. Um, so I thought that that just makes it that much more interesting that this New York movie has a local queer person in it, and it's a yeah. very. This is a very respected film festival. Remember, I sent you the article mm-hmm. that mentions it, and yeah, and Billy Porter's on the picture. Hello, <laughs> love Billy Porter. So. <laughs> Love her. I mean, love him. Uh, yeah. So I had a feeling, though. I don't know why. I only, you know, co-host this podcast <laughs> with this person who's always working at the possible times. But whatever. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. Okay. Um, no, that's okay. No, 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 no. That's totally, totally fine. Allegedly, um, Oh, it's going to screen, I can't go, but it's going to screen, everything's happening this month, uh, Seattle, Atlanta, as you know, New York, Palm Springs, 
and now Austin. Ooh, Austin's a new one. I know. I'd love to. I'd love to go, but the dates are just too. It's everything. All of this stuff is happening, mm. so we can't go to all the things. Right. But hopefully, there'll be a cool destination for screening. There is talk of a very limited theatrical release in New York and in LA. Um, so there'll be there'll be opportunities. Or one of these days, I will eventually have permission to share it. And, you know, you could you could you could you could you could you could stream it. But um, or if Netflix or somebody likes that, you know, like yeah. that, which is very possible, mm-hmm. um, picks it up. But um, yeah, I, I kind of knew that you couldn't go on that Saturday. I kind of yeah. felt that just because of your typical work schedule, of course. Yeah. If it were like a Friday, I could do it. Um, it would be nuts on a Friday. Oh, but, no, understood. Yeah. But, yes. um, but we'll hang out. We'll no, hang out we'll, before, which is fine. We'll figure out ways. And, and I've got, and I just found out within the last few days that um, three of my old friends from college are co- coming into town that same weekend. Um they oh, don't wow. live. They live. One lives in like Boston. I actually don't know where the other two live. I lost t- uh, track of them. Um, That's crazy. You're gonna be but they're busy. All, I know they're all coming in town. I think it's because they all turned fifty this year. Um, right. So I'm like, okay, uh, and they're all part of my my uh, fraternity. So we're all trying to get together. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I want, um, I want you all to meet. Well, I want you to meet Monge, for sure. Um, I gotta meet that. I I need to meet that sommelier. <laughs> I, I just, seriously, I've been hearing about this one for what? Uh, as long as I know you, right? So if yeah, whether whether you're able uh, to, he's able to come meet up with us. Um, you know, the first time you first that you get in, or any because he's out of town. I think on Saturday as well, because um, he's got wine stuff to do too. Uh, but we're also looking oh, at, at Friday to kind of meet up with the uh, the old gang, and they're like, "Well, bring you know, bring your friends too, because you know that you're more, you're more than welcome." I said, "Okay, I have no idea all the stuff planned, but um, if if we can I have all make no it, idea with festival yeah. stuff, have no, yeah. I have no idea of of any any of these things. But you know what? It's all about alignment and intention right. and just being spontaneous, and you right. know." I'm down for anything. I'm also, you know, Jeremiah is going to be with me, but Jeremiah, right. I could take Jeremiah any place. You know, oh, yeah, no, no, he, I know he'd be fine. I mean, it, it would be just for, like, for yeah. dinner, you know, dinner and, and drinks. Oh, so, that'd be cute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be the, the, the vibe. We'll figure that out. Um, right. You know, it's so cute. We're doing this show, but it's just, this is just like a real phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say. Um, but it's great, though. Yeah. Raven, um, Raven in the chat was asking for a, um, a card for her husband Bruce. It's his birthday on the sixteenth, and he'll be seventy-seven. Okay, birthday, so she Bruce. was, a, yeah. So she was oh, asking for a, mm-hmm, we'll she was asking that. for a message <clears throat> at some point. So on the show today. Yes, so. absolutely. Um, try to think <clears throat> what else. Sounds great. Mm. That sounds. Well, I'll say this, and then we'll, we can do the cards. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting because we you know we we gain so much by being in observation mode, witness consciousness, whatever you want to call it. It's really lovely when you can feel. It's a paradox. You can feel how tangible a subtle shift is because I feel the most profound shifts arrive subtly. If that makes sense, mm. but they're tangible and they grow in how tangible they are. And when things um, happen in a different way, where you're not in a situation that kind of rings familiar. And you're sort of like going through the same conflict, the same uh, lessons, what have you. And and it's almost like this, you know, this unending cycle. And then you really 
do a pattern interrupt and you do things differently. And you're getting out of that addictive mindset and you're just doing things differently, really being in what you don't know. And the unknowingness of just going within, it's really amazing how your experiences change and you don't have to go through, you sort of bypass um, sort of the experience and the struggle with that and things end up happening differently or you're not re-experiencing things because you finally learned the lesson. Mm. And I have a feeling that I'm just on the precipice of that consciousness where I'm noticing in a few instances in my life that there's quicker resolution and very little entanglement. So uh, the two that immediately come to mind, well, one with my son, who's a super senior because he's 18 and still in high school, <laughs> um, where I, um, as I was getting to, to uh, leave the house yesterday, he comes home from school. And of course, as, as a mom, we know when things are whatever. And he just seemed a little off, not upset, not punching walls, not losing his mind, not going off, not in a psychotic state. And I say this because I have gone through those things with him. Mm-hmm. He, I could see he was really uh, being very respectful of me and keeping to himself. But, of course, I felt like something was a little off. So I say, like, um, are you okay? He goes, I'm, I'm angry. But he said it very calmly. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna give you your space. I have to leave, but I'm here. You need me. You text me. You need anything? I love you so much. You know, whatever, whatever. Okay, so I do my thing. Five minutes later, I get a call from his advisor. I'm like, and I, and so it's really funny because we were in the weeds all last year, and I'm like." Hello, the school you just started. Excuse me? Why are you calling me? <laughs> We're joking. So apparently there was some situation out, outside of school. He was upset. She thinks it has to do with one of his peers, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay. But she just called to say, so when you see him, just, you know, give him an ear. I said, oh, yeah, that already happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really happy to say to her, he has turned into such a great son. He is learning to uh, self-regulate his emotions. I was just only saying good, good things. I wasn't denying. A lot of parents deny. Like, oh, it's the other kid. That could happen. I don't do that. I'm the opposite. I'm like, what well, do you do now? You know, I'm that parent. Uh, and um, I said, okay, uh, thank you. Thank you for letting me know. And then she's like, I have, to, I have to go into a meeting. I'll call you back. I never heard back from her, which was fine. Um, and as I was leaving my apartment, she was like walking on the phone with somebody else. So I think there was just some dramatic incident. It wasn't violent. Thank God. Police weren't involved. Thank God. I say this because we have lived through those things, violence and police and Black Lives Matter. And my son has to quote his rights to the police office. Like we, I got through all of this, Mm -hmm. um, because my son has. And I just knew in my soul, this isn't uh, anything that's going to uh, spill into seriousness or consequences or dangerous uh, dangerous context. He's 18. He's an adult. I can't really protect him the way I used to. Mm. I really can't. I don't have that. He's not a, uh, he's not a minor anymore. I can't use right. that. But I knew in my soul and my core that all was well. And so far, all is well. So that's a change because I didn't go into panic mode. I didn't go into, uh, because I recognize how much he's changed. I'm so glad I'm taking him to Atlanta because he has been showing up for me 
as such a good son in his behavior, helping me. Like, I dropped a carton of, of oat milk yesterday, and I cursed like a truck driver because <laughs> some of it spilled, not all of it, some of it spilled, but I did. Um, and it's it's ironic. Oat milk apparently has prop. I switched from almond milk to oat milk. Apparently has properties to like soothe your central nervous system. So of course mm. I, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I love oat. Yeah, I love it. So I'll drink like a like I'll drink a little bit of it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's very soothing. It's calming. I read great things about it. And so he comes in to check on me, and I'm grabbing like a hundred paper towels, and he's like, I got this. I got this, mom. He goes, Aww. you know, you're working. You did. That's what I'm saying. He's being such a good son. Mm. And am I denying that there was an incident and he popped off yesterday outside in front of the Starbucks downtown? No, because that's what I was told. And I believe so. Uh, was he able to handle it? It seems. It seems that way. Apparently, it seems that way. You know, and I like to, you know, know things on a need-to-know basis. Right now, that's all I need to know. <laughs> so that's my one example of 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 uh, when when you're doing the work and it and you change on the inside, the outside changes. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then with this with this guy who I never met up with, um, and I just was very in my truth about my response to when he gave me a song and dance, which I believe him, and I, I believe I believe him, and I believe that the apology was heartfelt. But I didn't respond to the, uh, to the text and the apology because I wasn't going to fawn over this person and say it's okay. And fawn, F-A-W-N, is a trauma response. I've done it with, with a lot of people and a lot of men. I'm not doing it anymore. And I never responded to his apology. And that will be a week tomorrow. And I'm spared having to have gone through trying to uh, present this perfect picture of like, oh, I'm so chill and I understand so much. And trying to like, you know, do this self pitch, you know, to be a viable candidate to date. Why? Doesn't mean. He's not going to get blocked. I have no reason to block him. But I'm very glad that I didn't jump through hoops because I got this apology. Mm. My response was no response because you're going to have to present something that is an upgrade from that last experience for me to be open. Right. So there's no there's no timeline. But the difference is I would have I would have on the phone, I would have said, no, I get it, I understand. No, that's fine. No, let me know when you want to get together again. Okay, good luck tonight. Bye. Have a great <sighs> night. Hell no. Or, which I didn't do, I, I really expressed myself honestly, probably was one of the first, the first genuine expressions of that without meeting somebody, like early on, like just mm-hmm. like, oh, no, this is when we are not playing. Because the hiatus is now turning to celibacy, as I said the other on the last show, <laughs> uh, which, which is great. Which, which is great. I, actually, I'm embracing that. No timeline. I'm just embracing it because I'm seeing where it's leading me to to this clarity in my consciousness. I would have in the past would have responded immediately to the apology text. No worries. I understand completely. Let me know when you when you let let me know when you like to reschedule. No. And the strength that I'm feeling from that and the clarity and the satisfaction that I have in, in my life, which is a wonderful adventure. So it's really interesting how the shifts are subtle but so profound. Mm. Taking things in stride. So it's very interesting. Mm. So shall we pull a uh, card for Marguerite? Now remember, we're, this is this is uh, you know Bruce is uh, in the energy 
um, in the context of the message, but the message is whatever needs to be expressed because, you know, I don't pick the message, if you know what I mean. Marguerite, you're going to pick the message. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm ready when you guys are. All right. Here we go. This actually came up blank. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a, there's just a blank space. We got to do it again, Marguerite. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Here That's we go. Funny. That's funny. That's funny. Here we go. Take two. Oh wait, wait, stop, stop, stop the music. Stop the music. <laughs> um. My finger went off the iPad, and then it just, it just, I know Mercury's still sort of in retrograde. Here we go again. Okay, we got to take three. This is funny. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to lie. I don't want to pretend, you know what I mean? Because that's right. stupid. I don't want to do right. that. Right. Okay, take three. This take is three, funny. Bruce doesn't want a message. <laughs> this Bruce doesn't want it. Here we go. Okay. Now this is crazy. Okay, here we go. Okay, so the me- so the number associated with this message is two two three. Mm-hmm. Allow a space for recovery. Hello. <laughs> Allow a space for recovery, albeit brief, as you recognize when a major primordial internal release has expressed through you. This is rebirth. Really interesting. It's kind of what I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. And interesting, this is rebirth. You know, the grief, the loss of children. It's really interesting. You know, and grief is expressed so differently. And, of course, he's grieving. So I'll read it again. Allow a space for recovery, albeit brief, as you recognize when a major primordial internal release through you this is rebirth. Two, two, three. That's a very profound message. Yeah. And it's yeah. really, really what I was talking about where the most profound shifts are the most subtle. But you end up doing things differently than how you did them before, which is why I made the example with my son and I made the example with dating because I'm resting completely differently. Mm. But that's what this message is talking about. Yeah. um, And Raven has put in there, she added it up. She knows it's a seven, the the number sequence. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and when we talk about the seven, there is that, sense of um, needing needing time for yourself um, and though it's not a seven personal year that that energy is still there it's a five personal year for him um, if I'm adding my numbers correctly um, <laughs> which it, it is yeah yeah it's a it's a five year of change for him but the need to take time because of all the changes, the need to take time for himself is also very important. Um, uh, whether that's 
it usually includes the combination of the physical, yes, I need to take time for myself, and also um, the mental, emotional, spiritual. Uh, I'm kind of doing this cocooning move, like just to just to get his sense of self. And I think everybody needs to do that at, at points, regardless of personal year, where that seven energy of let me go inward uh, for a bit and just take a moment to check in with myself and and see from that point of view what's happening um not only outside of me but also but especially with what's happening within me um oh she wrote here a great message we were talking about josh yesterday and how we took him to the county fair last year we just couldn't bring ourselves to go this year yeah of course yeah. not of course not yeah so so taking maybe next taking year yeah these these changes in this time it is a rebirth because you are having to do things differently now um it's right. it's it's like it's like doing doing things um experiencing them differently uh for the first time um mm-hmm. probably ever or at least in a very very long time uh and and it, part of that going inward and that seven energy is is to allow for the changes that have already occurred to kind of catch up with you uh, or for you to catch up with mm-hmm. the changes. And, um, and that way uh, things that are very current and the things that you look at now, it's seen in, in very current tense situation uh, where because of how much you've grown, all the wisdom you've already um, taken in, the different experiences that have shaped you, will now have you look at a situation very differently um, than it would have in the past. And so that's also seeing through new eyes. Um, but it's not really brand new. It's just, it's like, it's like those fine-tuned um, adjustments can be made when you take the moments that you need to do that. And so you don't see things exactly the same way you're not supposed to. Um, and it allows you to, to then, as you reflect, to make some different decisions, whether they're big decisions that you say out loud to people or you just decide within yourself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing these things instead, you know, to support me for who I am now. Um, let's see, she writes... As the weather changes and gets cooler, we're inside more. It is something that is difficult to deal with. Seeing everyone in the house and how we would see Josh here at home. Oh yeah, just what I'm mm. just what Elisa is talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and yeah, she said the holidays will not be the same. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely I definitely. Um, can relate um, where early, early on, I mean, I, my loss was many, 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 many years ago and I didn't lose an adult child, nonetheless had a horrendous loss. And I remember like, uh, and you know, unfortunately this is how it's just incomprehensible that this is the second adult child loss it's it just it's just there's no words but I just remember like right after uh you know Labor Day I'm like well here we go <laughs> you know yeah. so you kind of kind of have to grit your teeth between you know Halloween and New Year's all the holidays you yeah. know and and then Easter it's like resurrection it's like all those it's just it just uh pulls at you and uh you know, this is this is now added, uh, incomprehensibly added to uh, what they've been going through with Courtney. You know, I don't know, twelve years ago. I don't remember. I don't know how long it is. Eleven years ago. Now, Josh, it's just, it's almost like you wake up and you're like, how am I? How do I even have the capacity? Like you do. Because here you are. Yeah. So I sort of get it. Yeah. And she writes, uh, yeah. you know, Halloween was, uh, Halloween was Josh's favorite holiday. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so that and, and that, for the, mm-hmm. that seven energy, um, I think gives gives that that grace of let's let's take a, a few a few moments more than just a, a moment but a few moments to just get yourself centered and just look um, and feel not just look but feel um, how how the changes are happening and what it means um, uh, now how it, what it means and also um, ways to honor as we think about this all the time, ways to honor the people who have gone before us. Um, most of the time we think of them as, as our ancestors, but energetically it's, you know, anybody that we're still connected with, that we still, you know, keep in remembrance. Um, you know, ways to honor them that would remember uh, and encapsul- encapsulate that joy and the love that you felt. So, and, and the way I, I put that spin on that is, is so that you know while it may help you through your grief it's also the remembering of of like this purity of who they were and who they who they are mm-hmm. um and how that can be mm-hmm. um how that can be carried on like you know uh, i i i understand bittersweet and yet i i feel like with the intention coming from the heart um of connection and uh, I want to say fond remembrance, but that, that, but really that energetic connection, not of like they're still here, of saying, yeah, I, I, you know, we're still here, we're still alive, uh, we're here to, to honor the the memory and the things that that they brought to our lives, you know, the the richness and, and just ways to express that. Um, that can you know it can be a tradition. I know she has a tradition with with. Um, with uh, Courtney and, and, you know, releasing of, uh, of you know, balloons. Uh, and so maybe there's something else that, uh, that can be uh, thought up. Um, and again, not just for that person that's passed. It's really for you. It's for you and the people who are here to come together, to gather for, for a bit and just be in a, in a, hopefully a very loving space um, of support, but also hopefully a, a bit of a bit of laughter, a bit of joy, and um, and remembering in, in those sorts of cases. Uh, so yeah, she said, "I know we will get through together." Exactly, exactly. Um, of course. So, I uh, want what as you put it, it is a very profound message to come up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So. Um, Happy birthday, Bruce. And, yeah. Um, yeah, hold on to each other. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Get strength from that. Oh, my champ, my Rocky Balboa. Hang <sighs> in there. Yeah. Um, well, it made me think about, you know, um, like my parents are still here. I'm still planning, you know, mm-hmm. The trips and whatnot. The fl- I'm looking at flights. I, you know, haven't haven't nailed those down yet. But I'm I'm getting help from within um, within my industry. <laughs> it's part of what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, get some help. Yeah, go ahead. So, That's right. Go ahead, travel so, agent. That's right. So I I put that out there, and then it freed me up because I'm like, okay, I I, I compose my email, send out you know the request. To, to try to find, I mean, I can, I can do the price, I can do the things, but then it's like, if you can negotiate lower pricing for these situations, yeah, let me know what those are. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And then, and it freed me up to kind of look at some other aspects of our trip. Um, but even just this conversation where, uh, you know, not having someone there anymore, a family member and then knowing that you had this history. Mm-hmm. So for me, I remember a few years ago when we stayed, we were actually home for Thanksgiving and I'm like, wow, this is the first time in a few years that we hadn't been on a ship, you know, and celebrating um, Thanksgiving as best we could. Um, yes, that's right. It, 
in international waters because like they don't really do the big turkey thing. They had like some, you know, turkey slices and you know, no pumpkin pie. And I'm like, ah, it's not the same. Uh, nope. <laughs> but um, so I'm, I was thinking about that about um, you know, just now. Just thinking, okay, there'll be a time when I won't have my parents to you know to do like the the holiday stuff with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not mm-hmm. like we do every holiday together necessarily. We, we do try. Um, I mean, we usually do try. But, you know, it's it's like, okay, I I think I have a few friends who might be in the same situation where, you know, they're not they're not married. They don't have any, you know, any kids. It's it, They don't um, – they're not really particularly close to their family or they live very far away. And um, Sure. And it's like, okay. It's never not, – it's not, and it's not like there's been a – for me, an, a shortage. I have a huge family and – plenty of friends and that sort of thing. But it's like, well, what, so what would I be doing, you know, um, as a way, as a way to say, uh, maybe honor those traditions that we have done, you know? So it, it is interesting to think about that. Um, it's a little heavy to think about it, but it is something that is, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what was it? I was at, I was with my aunt, um, we were getting um, adjustments uh, at a chiropractor, and um, and I had just received some information uh, from my aunt's uh, healthcare provider about, you know, she 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 has a follow up uh, appointment next week for some stuff. She did a lot of tests and you know MRIs and X-rays and stuff like that. So they found some stuff like um, mm. having to do with her spine, which is partly why she's so it's like even more painful for her mm-hmm. to kind of do what she needs to do. And so her chiropractor was like, Oh, she's like, well, keep me posted on some of those things, you know, if, if that's okay. Cause she, she's obviously also the one working with her, you know, just for everyday mm-hmm. type of adjustments. And, and so my aunt's like, does it mean I'm going to die? And the chiropractor, she's, she's, oh my she's, she's amazing. So she's so fun. She's like, well, everyone's gonna die <laughs> she's like you know mm-hmm. she's like but but it's it's not gonna be because of that like that's you know that's not that's not gonna be the right. reason you know, like right away that yeah <laughs> yeah you know what makes me think of uh, the last show on tuesday's show we got a very i forget her name but the woman from the woman from italy and she's like is something gonna happen to me right like, yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah. Is something going to happen to me? Am I going to go to Italy? She's so cute. I don't know how she found us. I don't know. And if you're either. listening, it's a compliment. If you're listening, it's a Aww. compliment. Aww. Like the, the Christopher Columbus Society, like, you know, uh, send me mean emails. Um, but it's so funny. Is something going to happen to me? Something's happening to you right now, honey. Hello? Talk to us. Yeah. Something's always happening. So funny. Oh, my God. It's so sweet. Uh, yeah. We say so, love. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I, I know that uh, with my aunt, you know, that the emergency room scare definitely sobered her up a bit. Like, ooh, yeah. you know, we've got we to pay attention. And, yeah. Um, and yeah. you know, she she generally does have a good quality of, of life, I think. She's learning yeah. those little things that she can do, just like what, you know, Anna – Anna's doing some 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 changes to improve uh, how she's feeling and and Good. it's showing up like the results are showing up where it's there've been improvements nice. a lot of improvements. Um, so yeah, there there are things that we are now able to look at and and make those choices and say, well, I think I really want to do this. I really want to be able to to you know whatever, do X, Y, Z. And, and again, not that it's going to happen overnight and, and pretty much no one, except maybe my aunt would be asking for a, a pill <laughs> to remedy the situation right away. But um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's been an interesting time to see where uh, when stuff happens, we've been able to, to get the support we need. And, you know, by, by, by essentially asking some different questions than, you know, than what we would have done like on, on, on autopilot, just, you know, well, what, you know, what, what could I take? You know, so it's so different. Mm-hmm. 
right. But um, uh, are they yeah. okay? Oh yeah, I was just taking okay. a drink of water. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, um, I think you're right. The things that you were just talking about with with making some changes from from within after after going through a lot of stuff and and, and deciding right. I, I need to respond well, differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing keeps happening over and over and over. So I knew I I knew I had to you know uh, switch things up because my uh, track record was like I for the whole like dating thing I was like okay where's the next one where's the next one where's the next? and it, it's not because I'm a slut because she is not she's a lady but it's <laughs> almost just to run, running away from myself you know, and that feeling I had to like sort of you know uh, just reconfigure the idea of who, who I am to attract because there's something broken or missing in me. Mm-hmm. So I had to get into that dangerous situation. Um, it will be six months in, in October um, to really go within and not run to the next distraction. That's addictive mm-hmm. behavior. And to really have that, you know, pattern interrupt. And to now uh, being on hiatus, hash, I'm like on the border between hiatus and celibacy. I'm on the border. I have to have to show them my, I have to go to the border patrol and show them my documents <laughs> and see what's going to happen. Um, but I'm really on the, on, the, on the border right now. But what's great is that in doing that work, and it, it, and it really is addiction. When it's been a pattern that you've been sort of doing your whole life and you understand where you can trace it back, Hmm. then you can have compassion for yourself, which is a new concept. That's so when you swap out the critical mind or the over-analytical mind with compassion to embrace the grace of the wisdom, and to see, oh, my goodness, everything has led me to this place of contemplation and inner solitude, it's, it's amazing how everything you really need is all inside. And then we just see how it plays out in the external world. I would have never gotten to this point um, if I did keep going through this merry-go-round and end up in an ex- I, I was in multiple explosive situations. Mm. One explosion, one, yeah, one minefield after another. And I had to experience something so extreme and so potentially dangerous um, to get to, to this place and to deal with those biochemical addictive feelings to work through them and to find my own internal methadone clinic to 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 work to work through that so yeah and so you shift from from critical thinking to compassion Hmm. self-compassion that's nice Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so crazy to be compassionate to other people, which which is beautiful. We we that's that's a must. But for many of us, exemplified by the two hosts of this show, um, we need to have compassion for ourselves, and we yeah. don't know. That's like uncharted territory. We don't. We're just discovering what that's like. It doesn't even occur to us. Compassion for the self. What's that? Is that a song? Right. So, yeah, it's really interesting. And, and to get to that transcendent state of appreciation and not even blaming yourself, but understanding like, oh, that's not cute. I don't recommend it. But this is how we learn. Okay, so let's switch it up in terms of how we, how we receive and incorporate the lessons and instead of running away from them really sinking in 
so I'm great. I'm grateful that I had to literally like escape from this guy. This, this guy. Listen, I'm not mad at him. He's brilliant, but clearly on the spectrum for autism and like shouldn't be dating anybody. But okay, that, that's his problem. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, and the way that 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 played out, like he really needs to get things healed for him. And God bless. But I'm very very, very, very grateful. Because if I was just doing the same thing, just dealing with, you know, narcissists or or, or trauma bonding with people too quick or, or letting myself disappear, abandoning myself because I've been abandoned my whole life, I'm not abandoning myself anymore. Mm-hmm. So I thank all these lunatics for how they contributed to that. There you go. There you go. And then when you recognize that that's changed, it's really subtle. It's your own. It's almost like after the fact because you, you've been putting that into practice, but it's so subtle as it should be. If you don't think twice about being really hard on yourself or overcritical or overthinking things, you don't think twice about it, right? You're just doing it. Right. So it, right. it makes sense that it would work the same way when you're making the shift. Mm. Right. Everybody thinks like, oh, I have. It has to be like this, this, this. You know, the skies are opening up, and the angels are singing, and there's unicorn and rainbows and all that stuff. It should be just as <laughs> just as subtle, just as subtle as when we're beating ourselves up. Just as matter of fact and day to day. And then it well, catches you by a gentle surprise, mm-hmm, right? This mm-hmm. is a gentle surprise. I'm like, oh, oh, isn't it? Wow. Oh, she's doing things different. And then you see how your life is being outpictured and your experience. And you're like, oh, snap. Okay. Okay. There really is nothing missing. Nothing missing. I kind of felt that way before that I, I that there was like, you know, a a a hole in my auric field that needed to be patched externally. No, that is getting patched from the inside. I love it. Whatever happens, happens. Yep. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to make lateral moves or or, or waste my time. I I've I've in with not a lot of people. I had to really make up the difference for uh, decades of arrested development because I was married for so long and I was so young. So, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no reason um, to, make a, to make another lateral move or to relearn the lesson because I'm really learning it, allowing the space within that solitude for this inner consciousness. And then you anchor onto that as opposed to anchor, anchoring onto overthinking and overanalyzing, and this is right, and I don't know, and then not making a move. All of a sudden, the path is revealed just to take intentional, small steps, but consistent steps. That becomes your practice. So it's very, it's fascinating. And then you see what, and you see what comes in, and you see how it all lines up and you see what comes in effortlessly or how your interactions around you um, adapt and align in kind, in kind with what you're doing because you're being kind with yourself. In kind. I like totally it. Totally new concept. In kind. <laughs> in kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes so little Effort because it's an inside job. And you don't have to work so hard. So it's fascinating to take that step back. emerges. So, yeah. It's, it's, I find it really, really quite fascinating. And it just, I think it hit me this morning when I was meditating about 
um, that shift of internal regard and to lead with that as opposed to scrambling externally. And I'm like, wow, the way things have outpictured in my experience, there's almost like an elegance in a way of how I'm handling it because I'm handling it internally and I'm giving myself the grace and the breath and the opportunity to check. I've never done this before in my life, to check in with myself internally before I make a move, blindly, impulsively rush to get to some imagined, you know, uh, finish line Mm. because somebody else is waiting. No, no one's waiting. (laughs) No one is waiting, whether it's a work thing, a guy thing, a kid thing, you know, a collaborator thing. Nope. No, it's, it's that connection, and that streamlines how everything uh, reveals itself in your field of experience. When you check in with yourself, this is what's happening. A very healthy way to proceed in your perception. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, uh, it's exciting. And then it's not this patient of, well, what is this person going to think? And how is that going to happen? And how can I pull this off? You're not even, in, that doesn't even come into your mind because of the consistency. So with uh, being the producer on the film, and I'm dealing with all these heavy hitters, I have just been so diligent and so consistent, and there's so much to attend to. I don't have time to, like, freak out or be anxious about it. And, and, and in that process, to really check in and to understand that it's not a one-way street, that whoever is, needs a deliverable from me, that it's about abandoning myself to just throw something at them, no, that's a mistake happened, and that's me not trusting myself. Breathe through each task that needs to happen and to put um, my emotional needs first, yet being very organized and trusting and knowing that time is an illusion and that if I honor my needs, as I take consistent action with what I need to do and to trust life, all is well. Mm-hmm. And to not be afraid. And I got some really tang- tangible evidence of that. And it, 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 was, a, it, was, ups- it was upsetting in a way, but not um, in a way of being angry at anybody else, but um, I'm just so I'm just so glad I made the decision to um, uh, divorce my ex, my ex husband and um, not ask for anything, but just to make sure that I have this this apartment. In a nutshell, um, there's like social security benefits that. Uh, my son gets, but they were put in question because now he's 18 or whatever, and every mm. week he gets he gets an allowance. And my ex-husband would get that uh, check, and then it would and then he would transfer it to my account, and his allowance and, and certain bills would be paid from that account. So um, it had to be reactivated. We had to, you know, we had to. Uh, submit a, a request for for these benefits to continue because he's a matriculated student in high school, so he's entitled, whatever, whatever. So um, the steps were made to get that reinstated, and now a paper check will be mailed 
to my residence, and then he'll give it to his father, and I guess his father would put it into my account. I don't care about any of that, okay? So I bring it up. Ex-husband said, well, the check hasn't come from Social Security, so I am not going to deposit his allowance. He didn't say it to me. He said it to my son. Wow. And my son, no, no, I, this, this, this rocked my world. And my son comes to me the other day, and he's like, well, Dad said since the Social Security check didn't come, like he's not going to put in your account for allowance. I said, I don't care about that. You come first. I will go to the ATM. You'll have your, you'll have your allowance before you go to school tomorrow. That's number one. The number two, my other son, who's an actor, and he does different shows and whatever, 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 um, he, I'm like, oh, is your father going to go see, see your show uh, coming up? And he's like, well, I don't know. He's weird because he always says, well, we'll see. I'm like, mm-hmm. bitch, where are you going? Because <laughs> I know I'm 100 times busier than you. And I said, um, I'm going to your show. If he's not going, like, I'm going. Because I'll go to everything that he's in. I said, you come first. And instead of me feeling resentful, angry, whatever, 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 I, I felt like, wow, I have done the right thing all along. I don't care where that money comes from. You come first. You're my child. I don't care if you're in my house and you're 40. You're my child. And I know, Marguerite, please feel free to slap my husband because his <laughs> kids are alive. Please feel free. That was staggering. This man doesn't trust life. He has full social security because he's he's uh, several years older than me. And he also saved a nice chunk of money for retirement. The divorce, I chose to walk away with nothing. If I wanted to be that bitch, I just wanted the apartment. If I wanted to be that bitch, I was entitled, we were married for, I stopped counting for, 20, uh, you know, at tw- for more than 26 years. If I wanted, if I, was, I would be entitled to half his retirement. Wow. I want it. But you in for allowance, is that his way of punishing me? Or you're mm-hmm. so afraid of not having, and you have the money. But this, this what, does he travel? Does he do anything? Whatever. I trust life. And I trust that I will be taken care of. And that's why I'm glad about going within because I don't want to turn into that. Mm. Even if it's just for my kids. But in the big picture, this is for my greater consciousness. That's why we're here. Isn't that crazy? Look it at you. Really, when, when, mm-hmm, it really, the wisdom it made me cry. I cry for my kids. <laughs> in a nine year, it made me cry. Mm-hmm. Like I had to go, yeah, I had to you know, go to my mom cave, not let my kids know because I didn't want to do that. I don't speak ill of their father. And I'm like, oh, my God, this man has not changed at all. I felt so relieved, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm so glad I walked away six years ago. Thank you, God, because my life is amazing. And I don't need a man in my life to make it amazing. Mic drop. And, and we don't need to overthink or do anything. We need to check in with it. So we'll leave it there. Hmm. Woo! So... If any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to be on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 um, a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take excellent care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light to the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.